Welcome to Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On with Janice Formicella. I'm Janice Formicella, a breakup coach passionate about supporting others to learn from their breakups, overcome loneliness, love being single, and see the end of a relationship as the beginning of a magical, sexy new chapter in life. I am here each week to share with you the tools that I have learned through my own painful breakups, through hitting rock bottom more than once, and through working with people all around the world to heal their broken hearts. If you are looking for hope and strength to move on from your breakup and resources to enjoy your new life, you are in the right place and I've got your back. everyone. Thanks for pushing play today. Today I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite topics and that is learning to love the single journey as a catalyst for attracting great things in life, including future partners if That is something you think you may desire down the road. I also know that a lot of people feel really thrown off when they get out of a relationship and now have so many options available to them and have a completely new sort of life now that they're single. And I am here to help. My own single journey brought me so many blessings, and I know that it can for you as well. In this week's episode, I am going to cover things to keep in mind about your single journey and the concept of being single, what being single has taught me, the hard parts about being single, and why you should move forward giving yourself grace, the benefits of being single, a little bit about the social lives of singles, ways to get used to being single, and more resources for leaning in to your single journey. So let's get into it. First, let's talk about things to keep in mind about the start of your single journey or about just the single journey in general. First of all, it is okay to be single. Please remember that coupledom and marriage and living together, all of these things are social constructs. Being in partnership, being in relationships is not our default way of being, and it doesn't have to be. In fact, I think our default way of being should be to nurture the relationship we have with ourselves first and be our own best partner first. We are born alone. And the only person who will always be with us is ourself. It is economic and social dynamics that have turned our society into one that favors couples. But it's not necessary for our survival or our happiness. You are necessary for your own survival and your own happiness. And you're also responsible for both things as well. So remind yourself, being single is okay. Second, 
you're not alone being single. You might feel like you are, but you are not. According to a recent study, over a third of Americans are single. In fact, there's been multiple studies on this because I keep an eye on this topic pretty pretty closely. And out of the third of Americans who are single, only some are dating or pursuing a relationship. But because it is actually slightly taboo to even talk about being single or enjoying being single, many don't realize how common it is. In fact, I think a lot of people are even ashamed of it, don't like to talk about it probably don't want to admit that they are enjoying it. And so even if we know other singles, which we all do, we may trick ourselves into thinking that being single makes us unusual. That is so far from the truth. As some of you know, I am a proud member of what we call the solo community or the solo movement. And it is a lot of people who do not prioritize relationships in their life or aren't interested in what we call the relationship escalator, where you move from getting to know someone all the way up to probably living together and then marriage. We are people who are very confident in ourselves, in confident in being single, confident in knowing that we would be okay. Okay, either way, I do date actually and have someone very special in mind right now, but I still consider myself to be solo in that I'm good with myself. I know that I will be okay. If I'm not in a relationship, I personally don't go seeking it. Um, connecting with people is something that happens organically in my life, and I love it that way. Sometimes I meet someone who I want a deeper connection with, and I do allow it to happen. But I still consider myself, like I said, part of this community. And the reason I'm mentioning it, mentioning it <laughs> is because it is a large community with a lot of people in it. I have friends in it. I'm going to an event next week with a bunch of us. It's really cool. And I would encourage you to take a look at it. If you'd like to learn more about the solo movement, I have two resources and two thought leaders to introduce you to for you to look up. Both of these people are absolute heroes of mine. The first is Bella DiPaolo. She is one of the leading experts in the single life. She has an empowering, energizing approach to her work and research. I really felt like I was kind of coming home almost <laughs> when I first discovered her. And you know what? It might be very, very eye-opening for you. You might find that you really resonate to it or just that there's new ideas that you weren't aware of. Start with her website. It's belladepalo.com, and it is linked in the show notes. And next, Dr. Peter McGraw is a personal friend and absolute hero of mine. Scroll down my feed a little bit because we did a joint episode a few weeks ago called Living a Remarkable Life Solo. It was a really popular episode and I'm still getting feedback on it, which is very exciting for me. Dr. McGraw is one of the leading voices in the solo movement. A passage from his website reads, more and more people are becoming aware that marriage is an overprescribed path to a good life, an observation reflected in rapidly changing demographics. 128 million American adults are unmarried, 
and 25% of millennials are projected to never marry. It's time for a new playbook, and I agree. Dr. McGraw has just released a new book titled Solo, Living a Remarkable Life on Your Own. I am also linking that in the show notes. I think this may also transform your outlook. And wish me luck, because I'm hoping to get him on the podcast soon. Another thing to keep in mind about the solo journey, the most attractive quality in a person is confidence. And this is your time to build it. Whether or not you think you may have a partner in the future, whether or not you want to be solo, whether or not you do want to be married, confidence is still the sexiest quality. And the most, more comfortable you are with yourself, the more confident you will become. And the more confident you are, the better people you will attract. I am 100% positive that there is no exception to this rule. (laughs) Another thing to keep in mind about the single journey and about being single or maybe about being newly single, it is better to be single than to be in a relationship that is unhealthy or just not working. And again, no exceptions to this. Life is too short. You are worth too much. Relationships can be too joyful to be in one that's just not functional. And another thing to keep in mind about the single journey, being single and going through a breakup is a chance to start over. It's a chance to start fresh. It's a chance to reflect on your life and evaluate where you want it to go. Not very many people get that very many times in their life. As hard as it may seem right now, I promise you, this is a great, great opportunity. Do not let it go to waste. And along those lines, I do understand that there are some hard parts about being single in the beginning. And why is that? Let's talk about it because I really want anyone who's struggling with this to feel validated. I really know what it's like to not want to be single and to be bummed out about it, to, to feel like things are hopeless, to maybe feel like I wanted to be with someone and that it just kept on not working out for me. Now I don't really look at relationships and my life in the same way, but I know what it's like. I do remember feeling feeling this way. So why is it so hard to be single in the beginning? First of all, like I talk about a lot on this show, we do develop chemical addictions to someone. If we have someone in our life for a long period of time, or are we, or if we are used to communicating with this person daily, there are certain chemicals that get activated when we do. And we will crave, you know, the, the endorphins that we get by communicating with with this person. I talk about that a lot. That's This is why it's so hard to go no contact, even if the relationship is bad. And even if the partner or your ex wasn't good to you, you can still get a little hit when you communicate with them simply because you're used to it. It can be really hard to separate ourselves from a person. Another reason that it can be difficult is We may have isolated ourselves from our friends while we were in a relationship. I'm going to talk a lot about singles and friendships in a little bit, but let's just face it. Some of us do that. We may look around and kind of feel like we don't have anyone to hang out with. (laughs) Or you know what? We might be a little sheepish that, that we did that. So I get that. 
we may have simply gotten used to planning our time and our schedules and our life around someone else. When we lose this, we create or we obtain what I like to call white space in our lives. And that is open amounts of time, things that we can't predict, parts of our day or our week that we might not know what to do with. It puts a lot of decision making in our laps that we may not have been used to. I was married for a while and I definitely can can relate to this. I mean, really all of my decisions, all of my, how I kind of scheduled out my week, you know, we would run past each other. And yeah, it was really confronting to make all the decisions on my own. In fact, I really wasn't that good at even doing it until, I don't know, the past several years. And I got divorced a while ago. So I do understand how that, that could be challenging. It's a new skill to learn. But again, it goes back to the self-trust and the self-confidence. These are things that you need to attract your next partner. And another reason it might be hard is we just may not be comfortable spending time on, on our own. A lot of people don't think that they enjoy that. They don't enjoy it now. They're not used to it. They feel like it's intimidating. And I get that. I also know the joy and the doors and the opportunities that get open to you once you learn to love spending time alone. I often say that loving spending time alone is one of my superpowers, <laughs> but I get that it's challenging in the beginning. And another reason it's hard is a lot of us are raised to prioritize having a relationship in our life. A lot of us may think that this is the most important thing in our life. A lot of people say that it's the missing key in their life or the missing piece in their life. And some people feel like not being in a relationship is some sort of failure. Some people may believe that they're starting at square one again, because they desire this so much. And I get that as well. And again, once you learn to be your own partner, you will feel okay either way. So why am I talking about all this in an episode that's meant to be about celebrating the single life? <laughs> and that is because I want you to know that it's okay to feel shitty about it at first. A lot of you listening have recently gone through breakups, and that is really hard. It's painful. A lot of you have had breakups that you didn't want. You don't want to be single. And so I just want to let you know to give yourself grace. There is a rainbow waiting for you out there with a pot of gold at the end, but only if you allow yourself to find it. I know that this may feel impossible to accept right now, but there are so many benefits to being single. I have talked a lot about my single journey on this show, but I thought I would go over some of the things that I learned until last year, I had remained single for multiple years. I didn't even have sex. I decided that I wanted to take a break. I wanted to learn about myself. I wanted to learn about my patterns. And I had had a lot of chaos in my life. And so I really intentionally just stopped. And it taught me a lot. It changed my life. I consider myself to be very confident, well-rounded person with a life that I absolutely love. And I do have my single journey to thank for it. It was one of the best things I ever did in my life. It is definitely, definitely how I got here. So let's talk about what I learned, okay? 
I'm a very social person. I'm a very sexual person. And taking this time off was, I guess, a bit of a big leap for me. But I really wanted to see that I could do it. I wanted to learn about myself. And boy, like I said, it was one of the best things I've ever done. First of all, I got to reflect and I got to learn how my relationship patterns were not only preventing me from having great relationships, but they were keeping me stuck in other aspects of my life. I didn't go into a lot of things thinking things through very clearly. I was very, I guess, spontaneous, <laughs> I guess would be a good word for it, in my relationships in that when it felt good, I would really just leap into it. I felt like I did that in other areas of my life as well. I found that a lot of my late relationships were kind of chaotic and disjointed. And yes, other areas of my life were as well. I felt that I had lots of drama in my relationships. I had lots of drama in other aspects of my life. I wanted all of this to stop. I wanted more stability. I wanted more peace. I wanted to be able to rely on myself more. And taking time away and looking at my patterns has helped me to do that. Taking responsibility for my patterns has helped me to do that. Looking at all of the ways that I contributed to the drama and the chaos in my life and relationships was so, so, so transformative for me. And I would not have been able to do that if I was in relationships. I also realized during my single journey that I had really, really lost touch with myself and who I was. I had forgotten some of the things that I love, some of the great parts of myself and my personality and the things that make me me. And it wasn't just because of being in relationships, but it was because of kind of constantly having to recover from them, <laughs> living a life of looking outward for solutions and validity, and just generally being disconnected from various parts of myself. I realized that going from relationship to relationship had really contributed to that. But also, I just realized that having the chance to be single helped me to just reconnect with myself. It was great. And now, yes, I live a life where I feel that I am being my most authentic self. And sometimes it really takes being single and being your own partner to figure out what that even is and who you are. I learned how much joy comes out of being my own partner. My self-love skyrocketed during these years that I was single. I want everyone to know how much love I have for myself and that I wake up on most days looking in the mirror with love and pride. Sometimes I even blow myself a kiss. <laughs> you can have that too. Being single for multiple years helped me to get in touch with my body. I also realized that I had been disconnected from that as well. And I don't know all of the reasons why, like I said, I lived a life of chaos for a while. 
And I lived a life not doing things for me when it came to my body and to sex. I felt disconnected from it. I felt in some ways that I didn't embrace the autonomy that I had over my body. I didn't think about what I really wanted out of sex all of the time. And this really helped me um, from just the self-pleasure journey to thinking about these things and having just, yeah, like I said, complete control and autonomy and really embracing that for multiple years, it was really significant as far as reclaiming and reconnecting with my body. It was a really, really beautiful thing. Being single helped me to figure out what I want in life, not just because I made decisions according to what my partners want. I mean, for a few years there, none of my relationships ever got to the point where they were really that serious. And so I wasn't really living that way before I decided to stop dating. But it was because I just had time to myself. I had time to reflect. I had time to meditate on these things. And I had time to think about what my life would look like without a partner. Just what do I want? It was great. I've definitely built a life that I'm very proud of and that I'm very happy with. And I think also a life that my past self would look at and be so stoked about. <laughs> so please, if you are single, use this time to think about what you want your future to look like. Being single helped my confidence. I often have people reflect to me how confident that I appear to them. And I will definitely say that it's one of my strengths. And I will definitely say when I say on the podcast all of the time that confidence helps you to attract great people. This has absolutely been the case in my life. I have such great friends. I attract such magical people. And I really think that it's because I'm confident. I think it's because I'm confident being on my own. I think that the things that I radiate attract people. And I know that embracing being single is the reason why I got there. I am sure of it. And again, I really, really encourage everyone, don't let this opportunity go to waste. And please DM me on Instagram, either if you want support around this, if you want to share your reflection about this episode, if you want to let me know what being how being single is challenging for you, please, I respond to every single message that I get hit me up there. And yeah, let's chat about this. There are a lot of other reasons why staying single for so long changed my life. Again, though, the point is that it was one of the best things I've ever done. I ha I don't know that I would have even started this podcast had I not stayed single for so long, had I not learned all the lessons that I learned, had I not had so much space and time in my life to, to do it, had I not had time to think about how badly I wanted to start a podcast and that I wanted that to be a priority and a part of my future. Who knows? I don't think I would be a coach today if I hadn't learned how to love being single. So definitely had a big impact on my life. So let's talk about how to make it work for you. And let's talk about some of the benefits of being single. First, I'm going to take a very quick commercial break. But as I said, when we come back, I'm going to break down the benefits of being single. And then I'm going to talk about a few ways to get used to it and to start loving it. Nothing shatters your life like a breakup. 
and the pain of a broken heart is real. I know that it seems impossible right now, but there is hope and there are ways to heal. I would love to work with you one-on-one to heal your broken heart and put your breakup behind you. My personalized coaching programs are designed to pinpoint what will be most effective in helping you to move forward and make this breakup a part of your past. I believe in you. Message me at xfilespodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at xfilespodcast and let's connect about creating a magical plan of action for you to enter 2023 with this breakup in your rearview mirror. Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk about some of the benefits of being single. There are a lot. Trust me. <laughs> I will stop. start out with kind of a fun one. You get better sleep. Studies have shown that single people sleep longer at night, more hours at night. And also, I have to say, having the bed to yourself most of the time is also pretty juicy. (laughs) That is something that I have enjoyed for sure. Next, single people typically have just more focus. This can be really great if you're living alone or working from home, that type of thing. You get to just hone in just on what you are doing. And along those same lines, you get to focus on your personal development. This was one of the best things that came out of my single journey is I got to constantly evaluate and think about the areas of my life that I wanted to improve, the parts of myself that I wanted to improve, things that I wanted to strengthen, what my goals are, what I want my work to look like. My personal growth journey has continued to this day. And it is definitely because I had the time to myself to figure out what that looked like and the time to myself to do it. I'm very, very, very goal-oriented, and that was one result also of of my single journey. Another great thing about being single is doing whatever you want. I mean, think about it. When we're in relationships, we we make these decisions with our partners. Sometimes we may end up doing things that we didn't really want to, or we may not be in touch with what we really want to do. I know for me, when I was married, uh, I mean, if I'm perfectly honest, we would often go to restaurants that I wasn't really that jazzed about just because we either took turns or because he, my partner really wanted to go to a certain place. And there was lots of compromise and there were often compromises that didn't necessarily make me the happiest. And so getting to do whatever you want can be a lot of fun. And I also think that it can help you when you are in a new relationship to stand up for yourself, to communicate more clearly about what your wants are, maybe to not rely on your partner to make your decisions. And maybe not rely on your partner for all of your fun and your happiness. I know a lot of people in the solo movement that I spoke of earlier are in relationships, are in happy relationships. But they have a lot of independence from their partner and are very separate people from their partner and don't spend all of their time together. A lot of the people I know in this movement have, you know, quite 
quite rich social networks and other people that they are able to go and do things with other than their partners. And I think that when you're single and you figure out what all of this means, I think it can help you create better relationships. I'm sure of it. And along those lines of getting to do whatever you want, this includes travel and holidays. A lot of you may know that I travel for Christmas. Some of you may know that I travel to Tombstone, Arizona for Christmas. I have an absolute blast. I love that I don't have to do all of the family stuff. I love that I can go and do something that's just for me. It's definitely my happy place. I was even in a relationship two Christmases ago and still chose to go to Tombstone. It was a great feeling to think about what I really wanted to do and then go and do it. And again, being single helped me get to the point where even though I'm in a relationship, I can think what would I most like to do for the holiday and then and then do it, you know, voice that to your partner and then do it. And if you are single, even better. <laughs> Sometimes the benefit to being single is that you get to decide for yourself about your financial resources, what you spend money on, maybe save more. This is something that I hear from a lot of people that they really like about being single. So, you know, consider that. Also, I mean, something that um, I actually gained from my single journey was just getting better at my finances. That was, yeah, it's something that I'd struggled with for a long time. And again, not that I was really in relationships that got so serious that we were merging our finances, but it was just something that I chose to focus on during the time that I was single. You don't always get the chance to have this level of personal development when you're in a relationship. I mean, let's just face it. <laughs> Some one Another benefit of being single is maybe choosing for yourself what you want your diet to look like completely, where you want to go out to eat, what you want to buy at the grocery store, what you want to eat for dinner. That's something that a lot of couples merge, and you might really enjoy that during this time. Another benefit to being single is you will probably have the chance to have more friends and build better friendships. A lot of studies have proven that single people tend to have more friends and better friendships. So before I go into it, though, <laughs> I want to make sure that I am perfectly clear that I'm not anti-marriage or anti-relationships. I enjoy being in relationships. I love connecting romantically with people, and I find a lot of joy in healthy relationships. And if you are finding it challenging to get excited about being single, I would encourage you to focus on your social network and on realizing how much easier it is to build friendships and to build a social network when you are unattached. And then hopefully you can take that with you when you do start dating again, if that's what you choose to do. A Psychology Today post from Bella DePaulo, who I mentioned earlier, is titled The Social Lives of Single People. It outlines 10 or more studies about the social lives of single people. And this article is just like so rocking my world right now. Here are a few of the findings that I enjoyed the most. First, studies in multiple countries, including the U.S., have looked at the following groups. Single and not dating, people who are casually dating, cohabitating, and married. All of the studies found that the closer the individual was to marriage on the scale that I just read, 
the fewer friends they had. Use this time to build a firm foundation for your social network. Another study looked at married and unmarried people across multiple socioeconomic, racial, age, gender backgrounds and found that single people did more to nurture their social circles and by quite a bit. The post reads, the single people were most likely to socialize with their neighbors and their friends at least several times a month. They were most likely to see their parents at least once a week. They ranked first in giving friends, neighbors, coworkers, siblings, and parents advice, encouragement, and moral or emotional support, help with shopping, errands, or transportation, help with housework, yard work, car repairs, and other work around the house, or help with childcare and receiving comparable help from them. Now, I'm not sure that I'm about to help my friends with any of their housework right now, <laughs> but I do like what this is saying, and that is that single people, yeah, they do what I like to call water their relationships more, and I will definitely say that I relate a lot to this. I know my neighbors probably more than the average person does. I socialize, I would say, more than the average person does, and hey, I have a few people in my social network who are married couples and are having great, wonderful social lives as well. I just know for me that this, that this rings true. And along those lines, I'm not saying that you can't or won't have deep friendships when or if you partner up, but what I am saying is now is the time to nurture them, to build them, to get out and meet new people, to maybe reconnect with some people who you haven't in a while. And last, besides just the fact that single people tend to water their relationships more, numerous studies have found that the strength and the depth of friendships was steeper with singles than non-singles. So what do you think about that? Does this ring true to you? Again, hit me up on IG and let me know. I would love to hear from you. Another benefit of being single is experimenting and collecting data about what you want from your next relationship or out of your next partner. Being single gives you the chance to look at your past patterns and get really honest with yourself, maybe about why your last relationship didn't work out or why you know your past relationships haven't worked out. It's a really great opportunity. It gives you time to process your last relationship, maybe just simply process all aspects of your life. That was another thing that I really gained that I'm not sure I quite expounded on enough earlier. And that is while I was single, I was able to basically go back and think and journal about my entire adult life and the things that had happened in it and the responsibility that I played in certain things not working out and the cycles that I just generally had, not just with men, but in, you know, professionally and where I lived and with my family, it was so eye-opening. It was a little confronting at times, but it helped me to reshape my life again into one that I love. 
being single gives you the opportunity to casually date. I know that people, some people find that challenging, but meeting lots of different people. And like I said, gathering data about what you want is an opportunity that you might not get very often. If you really desire partnership, you might not get this chance for a long time once you partner up with someone. And again, being single gives you the opportunity to come back to yourself. Let's be honest. When you are single, especially consider this. If you just got out of a relationship that didn't end well, you were going to have less drama. I have to say that was another one of the things I loved most about being single is, yeah, the drama and the angst and the conflict and overthinking things. This could be a time of great calm for you. Use it as such. <laughs> it gives you a chance for personal development. I've touched on that several times. It helps you get used to being alone. That is a gift. You will get to know yourself so well. You will get to rediscover or maybe discover for the very first time the essence of you. You will get to really figure out what it means to be authentically you, the pure you, what your values are, what makes you you, the aspects of your personality that you may have hidden or diminished or downplayed because of being in a relationship. The parts of your personality that you may have not even realized were there, your qualities, the reason why people are attracted to you. I know when I was single, I kind of rediscovered things that I used to love to do when I was even a child or when I was in college, things that I had kind of forgotten about, things that light me up so much that I'd become disconnected from, things that I had let just kind of go to the side. And it has been a very, very beautiful experience re-embracing some of these things. Some of you may be listening and in your mind believe that there are benefits to being single. And a lot of what I'm saying may resonate with you. But again, it's easier said than done, right? <laughs> so if you are single and maybe don't want to be, or if you if this is something that you would like to learn and this is a journey that you would like to go on, if you are finding it hard to get started, I've got a few ideas for you. I really know that you can do this. It's possible for every single one of us. Remember, we're born alone. We are our own soulmate. We are our own best partner. We are all capable of establishing a single life that we love and building a relationship with ourselves that will serve us for the rest of our lives. No one is incapable of this. Even as lonely as you may feel right now, you can do this. And your true authentic self is waiting to embrace you. First of all, a project, something that really helped me when I first decided to go on my single journey and something that a lot of my clients embrace and really enjoy is, yeah, maybe it's a hobby. Maybe it's an art project. Maybe it's going and volunteering for the first time. Maybe it's picking up a new skill. Maybe it's, you know, recommitting to 
going to the gym or learning meal prep, (laughs) whatever it is, this will help you to enjoy spending time alone. This will help you again, rediscover yourself. And you know what? It will help distract you in a healthy way from your breakup and your ex and the things in your life that you aren't thrilled about right now. If you decide to pick up a project, hit me up on Instagram and let me know what you decided on. Another way know that it takes time. Okay. I know that you can get used to being single, but every day that it seems difficult, tell yourself one day at a time, don't get down on yourself because you don't love it overnight. Don't get down on yourself because the episode ends and you're not already feeling excited about it. Okay. It's a journey. Another way to get used to it and to start loving it is think about the priorities in your life. Think about the other priorities in your life other than being in a relationship. What is important to you? What makes you, you? Another tip, redo your space. I am a firm believer in sprucing up your place and loving your environment as a catalyst to loving being single. I think that it helps you to, yeah, like I keep on saying, embrace what is truly you. I think, again, it's a healthy distraction. I think that when you love your space and design it and create it just for you and in just the way that you would do it without any input from a partner, that you will create a space that you love. You will create a space that looks like you. That is a form of self-expression. You will be proud of it. I often say that my living room is like the lobby of my soul. (laughs) And that is because I think that you would walk in here and probably know that it's my apartment. I think that I've designed it in a way that, yeah, I'm actually looking around it right now and smiling and just, it's, yeah, it's definitely an expression of who I am as a person. It has been a lot of fun and designing it and decorating it over the years. It's made me really proud. It's made me happy. I love having my own space. Honestly, the way that I've designed it and how much I've embraced it and come to love it, it's made me really happy living alone. And I really don't see myself living with someone again. It's helped me be happy being single. When you love your own space, you will start to become more and more comfortable and confident and happy being on your own. So redo your space, make it completely yours. Have a routine. This really helps people who don't want to be single. Like I said earlier, when we're single, there's a lot of time that we may not be used to filling. There are a lot of decisions made about our day and how we spend our evenings that we make with someone else. And so having all of this white space can be challenging. And I really understand that. So have a morning routine, have a routine for lunch, have an evening routine for sure. And absolutely plan out things for your weekend so that you don't get down on the weekend about being single. I know that a lot of people, for instance, find Sundays to be challenging because when we are in relationships, we do often spend time with our partners on on Sundays. I now love having my Sunday to myself. I get ready for, for the week. I think about what I want from my week. I sometimes tidy up around the house. I set a really, really good foundation for the week ahead. But for a lot of people, I know that that's the day that you spend with your partner, maybe kind of hanging out, chilling. So plan things for yourself on the weekends. 
And along these lines, fill your calendar up. When you start to feel like you've recovered more from your breakup, start to put things in. Make plans with friends. Make plans with new contacts. Go take a class. Go to a workshop. Go online and find events. Learn to go by yourself. Take a friend with you. Whatever it is, you will trick your system into knowing that you don't need a partner to make plans. You don't need a partner to have fun social life. You don't need a partner to have fun. <laughs> and if you need some ideas, again, hit me up. If you are struggling with being single, another one of my tips is to take a class. Set goals with the class. Having a structured activity, such as a course, helps with loneliness because it gives you something you more or less have to do with your time and it helps you feel accomplished. That's another really cool thing about being single is you can set goals for yourself and you have more opportunities in your life to just be proud of yourself, to feel accomplished, to feel like you've done something great. And when we're in partnership, we don't always have the time or the headspace to even pick up something, to even set a goal. And as I often say, when you do something like this, when you are single, it just turns you into a more dynamic and interesting person. And so when you do start dating again, you have what I call a full single person portfolio. And those are the things about yourself that make you, you. They're conversation starters. They're cool things about yourself that you tell people and that people will be curious about. Another tip, plan a solo trip. I know that this is challenging for people. And know that if you've never traveled alone before, that this may seem even a little scary. But I also know that when you choose for yourself what trip you want to go on, and then you choose for yourself what you want to do with the time on that trip, it is so fun. It is so eye-opening. It will expand your entire world. You will have an opportunity to experience life that you have not had before. And you will have an opportunity to experience more things in life that you probably never even imagined. I'm very passionate about solo travel. As you can tell, I have taken trips with partners and friends that I thought were great. And I've also taken several trips by myself that were absolutely wonderful opportunities that I have great, great, great memories of. And again, just a, just a month ago, I went to Tombstone on my own and God, I had a blast. I did not want to come home. <laughs> Another tip for learning to love being single is to practice mindfulness. As annoying as it may sound, eventually you will have to make a decision to learn to enjoy being single. I know that it's hard to do. I know that it seems impossible, but it is a choice and it's a choice that you can make, even if it takes a lot of work. If you can't get this person out of your head or if you can't get to the point that you wake up every day thankful for what the breakup has taught you, if you can't get through the weekend without feeling lonely or wishing so badly that you had a partner, you will benefit from learning about mindfulness and how to redirect your thoughts, how to start thinking in new ways. If you believe that you have the power to beat this, you eventually will beat it. If you'd like support from someone who has been there and then some, my calendar does currently have openings for new clients. I have openings for one-off consults, 
three session packages and I have two openings for my three month program. Oh, and I have a three session, one month program right now that is called move on in three hours or less. It's a really cool program. It's been very popular so far. It includes three one-hour coaching sessions, an entire month of support. And I promise we can work together to turn things around. This is for the type of client who wants to roll up their sleeves and start the work. Sign up using the links in my bio or schedule a free introductory call with me as well. I know that you can beat this. I know that you can love being single. I know that you can look back on your breakup and be thankful for it. If you would like more episodes to help you on the single journey, I have a few to recommend. First of all, scroll down a little bit. I have a bonus episode that I mentioned earlier. It's called Living a Remarkable Life Solo. It's a bonus episode, and so I didn't have a episode number for it. 176. What does it mean to move on? I think it's a really good episode for people who are having a hard time accepting their breakup, who could use a little who could use a little support as far as putting the breakup behind you so that you can dive into the single life. You won't really be able to enjoy it as much if you're still hung up on your breakup or your ex or the previous relationship. So let's get you to a point where you really start to turn a corner on your breakup so that you can enjoy all of what I've talked about in this episode. Go and look at episode 166. That's called your post-breakup vacation. I did that with my friend Kelly, who is a very passionate solo traveler. We outlined the benefits of solo travel. We talked specifically about how it can help you heal from your breakup. We talked about how to get started. It was really fun. That's 166, your post-breakup vacation. This was a cool one. Go and check out 170. It was called My Breakup Story with a former client, Emma. She learned to love being single, and now she loves her life. She's in a relationship that really, really lights her up, a very healthy relationship, a relationship like one that she hadn't had in the past, and her single journey led her directly there. And go check out episode 144, Overcoming Loneliness After a Breakup. It was a repost from an episode I did when I first started the podcast. That's been a really popular episode and one that a lot of people said really, really turned things around for them. So that's 144, Overcoming Loneliness After a Breakup. If you pushed play on this episode because you are struggling with a breakup or with the idea of being single... I hope you will lean into the experiment of trying to love it. Make it a game. Give yourself a certain amount of time to just do you. Whether or not you decide to pursue a relationship in the future, you will be better off for it. Please be in touch if you would like one-on-one -on -one support. I just love working with people on this. I have had clients who, when we first met, thought that they really wanted to get to the end of the program and start dating again, and then get to the end of the program and say, you know what, I'm going to keep riding this train. I am so happy right now. <laughs> and yes, some of my clients decide to date again and actually find that they enjoy dating more after embracing the solo journey. And with that, I am sending you so much strength for the week ahead.
Thank you for listening to Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On with Janice Formichella. I sincerely hope that you found today's episode inspirational or useful. I would love to support you on your healing journey. All you have to do is send me a message on Instagram at breakupspodcast or email me at breakupspodcast at gmail.com and I will be in touch to get you started. Remember, if you are struggling with a broken heart, your feelings are temporary. I am sending you so much love and luck for the week ahead. You've got this.